Glory to God, Jesus is alive. Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty. Humans were born to fellowship with God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. His glory and presence is beyond human words. He's the most wonderful, beautiful, glorious person in the universe. And and He's available to every person. Lord, we thank You for today. We welcome You to this time. I bless those listening. I believe with them that You'll reveal Yourself to them and that You'll reveal mysteries of the Kingdom of Heaven to them. <clears throat> In Jesus' name. And Lord, send out laborers to Indonesia and that part of the world. Indonesia has more than 275 million people approximately. Send out laborers in, in any, by every means possible. In Jesus' name. I want to continue about heaven and hell. With an emphasis though on the presence of Jesus which fills heaven and is, is everywhere on the earth. Literally God's presence. Amen. And the presence of Jesus is also, it's the anointing. The anointing is the presence of Jesus. The glorious, wonderful presence of God. So I want to, I want to briefly speak about the anointing in this message and I'm planning in some upcoming messages this week to speak more about the anointing. So the, what I'm going to say now is just a brief preview but I want to emphasize and repeat, heaven is filled really with the anointing, the presence of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, all of heaven. And, and it's so important that we realize, uh, you know, understand heaven and hell and that we have an eternal perspective. Jesus emphasized that. You know, he spoke about both of these places and and said, store up treasures in heaven. You know, he said, pray after this like this. He's in the revelation of prayer, he said, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I mean, just that that truth and revelation right there, that's an eternal revelation. That's a that's and and so the way that we receive these things is through the anointing when we when someone loses their old nature and they begin to experience his presence and glory that's him that's the lord he reveals these things amen he reveals mysteries of the kingdom that's what jesus called them and, and we could also say there's mysteries of the anointing. A great man of God has come out with a book recently called The Mysteries of the Anointing. And also, in one of his teachings, uh, it's about operating in the anointing. So just briefly about that. He points out that there are 
First, the anointing is for every believer, okay? And there are results of the anointing and purposes of the anointing. So the results for someone are just incredible. I mean, it, the anointing... Now again, I want to emphasize, somebody may say, okay, what's the anointing? It's the presence of God, the presence of Jesus. It's This is how every person can be saved. Every believer has the anointing in their spirit person, even if they don't realize it. That's in uh, 1 John, I believe. That's how we are saved. You know, the... Jesus spoke about the anointing. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He's anointed me. Now, and that's in, in Luke, and in that, that portion there, he's, uh, he quotes Isaiah 61. Remember, Jesus Christ is God. So He's revealing something that's eternally important. Um, so let me just repeat that. Someone may say, okay, why is the anointing so important? This is how every person can have a full relationship with God Almighty. Um, remember Reinhard Bonnke said, God came up with the perfect plan that we never could have thought of every person can have a full relationship with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is in heaven. He's God Almighty. The, the God the Father is on the highest throne in the universe. Jesus Christ is in heaven Himself. And the Holy Spirit fills heaven. But because His presence and glory is on the earth, everywhere on the earth, Every person can have a full relationship with Jesus Christ. It's just incredible. I mean, just that truth alone, if we just think about that and, and realize, I mean, if you know Jesus Christ, it, anyone who knows Him does not have to wait to get to heaven to experience Him fully. And, and that's if someone seeks Him with their whole heart, they, if they and they lose their old nature, they can ex, they can literally they can I'll just go ahead and say it they can fellowship with Jesus Christ on the earth. I mean it's it's truly awesome, and so the the result of this anointing, seven results that this great man of God teaches, reveals, and it's all from the Bible. Okay, there's also purposes of the anointing. But the seven results are things like it consecrates someone, it honors them. Okay, that's from Ezekiel 16. But, but remember, Jesus said, if anyone serves me, him my Father will honor. <laughs> that's the great... I mean, how could someone say no to that? You know, okay, then... Um, it enables someone to do the works of God and to 
you know, to, to know Him, to walk with Him, to do His works. He does the works through us. Amen. Okay, number four, it gives someone authority. Jesus said, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Such great authority. Then it, it destroys bondage. The anointing, um, the yoke was destroyed because of the anointing oil. That's in Isaiah 10. Okay, that's the fifth one. The sixth one, um, it imparts the truth of God's Word. So, without the anointing, if someone has the anointing, the Bible just becomes alive, everything. Okay, and then, um, then also, it... It allows someone to know the ways of the Lord. Amen. And and okay, so those are some of the results. There's purposes of the anointing. Incredible. That's from uh, mainly from Isaiah 61. So that's a recommended reading. I just wanted to say that because heaven filled with the glorious presence of Jesus, saints in heaven for all eternity will will fellowship with God and they will experience the anointing really for eternity. Heaven is a glorious celebration. Saints in heaven are right now <coughs> celebrating the great God Jehovah and his son Jesus Christ. They are learning from him walking with Him, serving Him, worshiping Him. Amen. Um, praising Him. And, and there's, it's exciting. It's, there's no dull moments. It's, it's, it's very... But it, it, it's on a... Again, I, I know I've said this before, but someone who's been to heaven said it, everything was on a very light, happy, and relaxed basis. Amen. He said there was a total absence of the piety that we associate with Christianity. So we can be ourselves. We can rest in Him and celebrate Him and, and have great anticipation of you know, what He's going to do, what He's doing and what He's going to do. Amen. And so, um, the pre uh, this, uh, this, this great man of God that I mentioned talks about how the presence of God stills the soul. So, Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. He said, come unto me all ye that labor, and I will give you rest. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. Amen. Now, there is the other side, and that's the difficult thing. It's difficult to think about it. It's difficult to speak about it. It's most people don't believe it. But those who miss heaven, who don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior when they die, will spend eternity in hell in the lake of fire and brimstone. It's a very, you know, I, 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 I must speak about this because we, we need balance. We need to... Again, have an eternal perspective. And Jesus spoke 
more about hell than he did about heaven. It's a reality. Hell is a place. Right now, there's as many as 50 to 60 billion lost souls in heaven. It, let me correct that. In hell, there's, there's 30 to 40 billion saints in heaven. Amen. The glorious the glorious place we call heaven. It's God's home. It's a planet. It's so big we don't know how big that it is. It can easily, as far as I understand it, it can easily handle the 30 to 40 billion saints and the billions upon billions of holy angels who are in heaven now. It's not just 10,000 times 10,000. It's billions of glorious holy angels, all of whom, I mean, they are in, it's every individual angel, just incredible and awesome and powerful and just made from God's glory. And they have, they have names, they can speak. They know earthly languages. They can speak earthly languages. They have a heavenly language as far as I understand it. They are, I mean, it's just awesome. The subject of angels is just alone, is just incredible. I mean, Jesus said, their angels always, children's angels always see the face of my Father in heaven. I mean, it's just (laughs) incredible. And so there's plenty of room in heaven for all of them. And they're going down to the earth continually fighting our battles. Let me add this. These angels have been, we don't know how long that they've been in existence, really. They, they've, we, we, we know from modern testimonies that they, that they lived, they, they, they were involved in, in the events the famous events in the Bible, such as the parting of the Red Sea and the, the walls of Jericho coming down, they pushed down the walls of Jericho. They, they, they were there parting the Red Sea. Like So these angels, you might say that they are thousands of years old, although they never age. It's incredible. I mean, it's truly awesome. So, so heaven is like that. Hell is a place. It's in the center of the earth. It's shaped like a body lying on her back. And, and it's expanding to receive those people who are, who, when they die, again, as I mentioned, if they're not in the book of life, if they don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, they miss heaven, they end up in hell for eternity. And there's no way out. There's no way out for all eternity. I mean, I was thinking about this earlier. I just, you just, it's almost too much to, to, to even think about that someone, when they, if they miss heaven and they end, someone ends up in hell, they are there forever and they can never get out. Forever. Not just a thousand or ten thousand years or a million years. I mean, forever. 
because human beings are eternal. Every human being is eternal. And actually, let, let's first look at lost souls. Their body and soul are both eternal. But their spirit person did not become alive on the earth. And so they, they go to eternal death. Um, saints in heaven, if, if somebody finds Jesus as Lord and Savior, if their name's in the book of life, they are eternal now. They're, they're, they will live forever. And it's almost, we could really simplify, simplify it and say that their spirit, soul, and body in heaven are all one. Really. Really. I mean, they're... they're um, really, they're... Well, another way to say it is, is that their spirit person will be alive forever in heaven in the perfect image of God, image and likeness of God, and their soul, their mind, will, and emotions will be completely, perfectly redeemed. And, and, and so they will, you know... Now, and so on earth, see, we have the privilege of, of going in that direction. You know, if we are transformed into His image from glory to glory... You know, that's a famous scripture, you know, beholding as in a, 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 a mirror the glory of the Lord or in a glass the glory of the Lord. It, it's, that's just a way, <laughs> that's a famous scripture that Paul wrote. Really what he's, he's writing about there, it's beyond words. It's, it's, it's a relationship with the Almighty God. And, and Jesus revealed, you know, it's so important that we understand that in, in, He spoke about it in several different ways, but He spoke about losing our old nature, dying. Lose, your na lose yourself. Hate your life. Take up your cross. Follow Jesus. Lose your life. Die. Just die. Let your old nature die. And when we do that, that anointing in us is released and we can experience His presence and glory. That's... And that's what transforms us. It's Him... It's He transforms us. His glory, His majesty, His beauty. Um, we have this old nature which is like a monster that is keeping us from that, you know, and, and, you know, we, so anyway, but those who do not, if there's, if they don't get saved on the earth, they're those people who, who, again, lost souls, they end up in hell, their body and soul are eternal. Fully eternal. That's how powerful God is. And 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 one of the really great ironies and and tragedies 
and it's a misconception. You know, it's safe to say that most people on the world, most people in the world would not believe in in the reality of hell as Jesus spoke about it in in the gospels and has revealed in modern times. They just would not believe it. They would not you know, even many believers don't, many Catholics and Protestants do not believe it. But it's a reality. That what, if, what they believe, if it's, if it's not, if they don't believe it, they're, that does not change the reality of hell. You know, we should go directly to God to find out these things, right? Same thing with heaven. You know, many people don't... It's safe to say that most people in the world don't realize how wonderful heaven is and how glorious it is and how... Same thing with the anointing. They don't... Most people don't realize that His glorious presence so wonderful it's beyond human words. And that that's what humans were born to do is to fellowship with Him. so many people are seeking other ways to be happy. Right? Whether Whatever it is, we could list dozens and dozens of things that people are doing to be happy. Well, Jesus in His presence and glory is, is really, that that's the answer for if someone really wants to be happy. Um, I just want to continue to say that. His, it's just... Uh, but, but briefly about hell... In case someone only listens to this one message, I just want to, to emphasize hell is, is Jesus re- said, it's the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. The eternal fire. He's very clear. He called it hell fire. That's in Matthew. In Matthew 13, he called it the furnace of fire where there's wailing and gnashing of teeth. He said uh, in the parable of the true vine, when he said in that passage, he said such branches that don't bear fruit are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. In the parable of the rich man and Lazarus, very, very clear. Lazarus went to paradise. The rich man ended up in, in hell. He said, I'm tormented in this flame. So we see here very clearly, that's like what, six or seven or eight places right there where Jesus revealed what hell is like. I mean, he was. Um, so in modern times, the, the people who have been to hell and then come back and written about it confirm those, those truths and expand upon them. And so it's important to understand someone in hell that has their body and soul, their senses are even much stronger in hell. It, you know, most people would, would say, oh, well, maybe it's just not... It's just different. Maybe, you know, some people might think, oh, it's, it's just the blackest of darkness. Or it's separation from God. Well, those are kind of minor aspects. Um, it's such an irony that... that you know, that people don't believe these things. People's senses are much stronger in hell. 
their soul, which is their mind and their will and emotions, is likely also much more acute and stronger. In other words, they remember, clearly remember their life on the earth. Clearly know what's going on around them. They can hear other people talking and and wailing and gnashing teeth. They can hear, that they, they know these things. Oh, you just can't believe it. They, they, they can never rest or sleep. They're in eternal death. The worst thing is, is that they're burned in fire and that their flesh is literally burning off of their body and burning their skeleton. And they, they, they just, they're in excruciating pain right now in hell. How do we know that? Well, just go to A Divine Revelation of Hell by Mary Baxter and it's just very, very clear and very... Um, so that that's probably one of the worst things is this... Ex- but there's many, many other things that are awful too. As I said, they, have, they can never rest or sleep. There's no food. There's no water. There's no beverages. There's nothing to, that can, um, even worse than that, there's no uh, love, no hope, no, no, um, com- no one's there to help them. There's no, you know, no friends, no, I mean, it's just, you just can't believe it. But we have to believe it. We have to, I mean, it, it's difficult for me to, to, to say, to, present this but I have to because I I did have a vision of hell and and that was when God called me into ministry and so I have seen uh, it was a short vision it's not long I did not go to hell okay I have not been to heaven but I saw hell below me and I heard the loud wailing of what sounded like a multitude of people Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. But, you know, as awful as someone's life is on the earth, I mean, just, it's just nothing. I mean, the worst day that we can have on the earth when just every, would be like on a scale of, of one to a thousand, let's say it's a, it's a thousand, you know, just the worst day of our life. Well, Hell, on the scale of one to a thousand, is 50 trillion, 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 billion for all eternity. Like, it's not even... They would love to to be on the earth and have a terrible day because there's hope. On the earth, there's hope. They can repent. They can. Jesus told Mary Baxter specifically... Once people end up in hell, they, they can't repent. You know, they, there's, someone must repent while they're on the earth. He's confirming the this, this scripture. Um, it's appointed unto man once to die and after that the judgment. You know, and he said that he told her also that many people think they have unlimited time to accept God's grace. So, so we just... If, if someone doesn't know Jesus, just come back, just receive Him. You know, it's, it's simple, easy, wonderful. 
Um, if, if, if a believer's away from Him, just come back to Him. He's the wonderful, merciful Savior. What a glorious rescue God, plan and rescue God has offered to every person. Now, to balance this out, I do want to finish with how wonderful the glorious presence of Jesus is. So wonderful on the earth. He's available. He offers... Uh, Jesus in His presence and glory is everything that someone dreams of. Whether we believe that or not, that's, a, that's the truth. That's the... Um, and He offers a celebration actually. There's a misconception. Many people don't realize that. He offers a celebration on the earth. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father. Everything good, everything perfect. God created them and thought of them and gives them to every person. Such as family, friends, purpose, love, faith, hope, um, you know, music, worship music, and, and, and uh, God created sex. It's a gift of God. Um, the, the concept of friends, and again, family, and, you know, the fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, just goes on and on and on. You know, every good and perfect thing comes from Him. Nature. The beautiful things in nature, and you know, even going down to the basics—food, water, you know, uh, sunlight, and and fresh air—those <laughs> are basic things. God created them; He gives them. All of those things come from Him. Amen. Um, and, and the greatest thing is that He gives Himself. His you know, and so that glory and presence, we it it it's it's it can be called the anointing. It's his presence, his glory, him. Thank you for following this podcast. Please visit wonderreality.org. And some really good things are happening. I'm going to speak more about them in the coming days, but. Um, our websites are, are getting found by people and so the, we, we greatly value your partnership, prayers and support and blessings.